Hello, my name is Fergal O'Keefe and you're very welcome to the Galway City Your Council podcast series where we will share insights on the range of services, projects and people in the Galway City local authority area. Galway City Council provide a diverse range of services including beach maintenance, dog pounds, health promotion, strategic planning, tourism promotion and housing supply. This series will introduce you to some of the people delivering those services and the valuable work they do every day in Galway City. For more information on Galway City Council, please go to our website www.galwaycity.ie. Galway City Council seeks to promote responsible dog ownership, the basis of which is licensing and the control of dogs. So I'm delighted to say that my guest today is Tom Costello, who is a dog warden from the Ballybane Dog Pound. Tom talks to us about the role of the dog warden, which includes checking licences, investigating complaints about dangerous and uncontrolled dogs, and operating the dog pound. As you know, dogs are wonderful pets who are loyal and dedicated companions. However, being a dog owner is a huge responsibility not only do you have the responsibility towards your dog, you also have responsibility towards your community. So it was great to have this chat with Tom. So let's hear from him now. Tom, you're very welcome to the podcast. Great to see you. Thank you. Your title is Dog Warden, isn't that right? And how, how long have you been in the role? Just over a year now, uh, just over a year in this role, yeah. And it's yourself and John Cooley, isn't it? The, the two of you are yeah, the two dog wardens. Yeah, myself and John are the two dog wardens here in, in for Galway City, yeah. And where are you based? Where is the dog pound? The dog pound is up here in uh, in Ballyban. It's up here beside Kieran Farrell Tires. Uh, we have the our office here and the dog pound services are all operated from here, yeah. How, how many dogs would you have there at the moment? At the moment we have uh, 18 dogs in. 18 dogs in at the moment uh, looking for homes. Yeah, most of them are strays and... Um, Good few of them are rescues as well, you know. The 18 dogs there, the, the breeds, is it all many different types of breeds there? Yeah, we have everything from greyhounds, lurchers, right down to the smallest dash hounds, yeah. How many can you fit? Like, how many, how is the most that you'd have? Well, we're we're pretty full now at the minute, only that the fact that a lot of them uh, get on with each other so we can double up, you know. But if we had, if we had dogs that weren't getting on, We'd be pretty maxed out at the minute now. I suppose you and you never know that when you when you find a dog or bringing a dog in, you I suppose you don't know, do you? If it's, if they're going to get on till they you bring them in. Oh no, you won't know until you you you, you bring them in and introduce them to the other dogs and uh, hopefully that they'll get on. If not, we have to isolate them by themselves. Yeah. Do you get a lot of people giving up dogs, sort of the take on, like get a dog and then realize they're not able for it? Uh, you wouldn't get a whole pile of it. Most of the dogs are in or strays. There, uh, there wouldn't be a lot of surrenders now out of, uh, like, just even for today now, there's one surrendered and four strays, you know. Was that more of a thing after COVID? Is that is that a myth or is it true that lots of people got dogs during COVID and then when they opened up again to go back to work, they discovered they couldn't keep their dog? Yeah, COVID had a, had a big role in in a lot of the surrenders. Yeah, um, people bought bought dogs that time just to go on their walks and stuff like that. And then when they went back to work, they realised they couldn't have the dogs or two dogs even in, in a lot of cases, and uh, they were surrendered then. But I think we've got I think we've got over that part of it. Uh, we've got over the part of it. Maybe not so much in the line of surrendering, but. Uh, 
we, you know, the strays are popping up now, so we're just hoping that maybe people aren't getting into a, a habit of dumping the dogs, you know. I know. Like dog licenses, everyone has to have a dog license, don't they? Is that an annual license or what is it? That's an annual an annual license for 20 euros. How much is an annual one versus a lifetime one? Yeah, for the for the annual one, it's 20 euros. And uh, a lifetime then for the lifetime of the dog, it's 140. And it doesn't matter what type of dog it is. Can, can it be? Well, you'll be specifying that at, at the point of sale of the license. Um, you'll be specifying the type of dog it is, but it's for the lifetime of the dog, yeah. Is there different rules for different types of dogs? Yeah, there's 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 ten there's ten breeds on the restricted breed list, uh, and they have they come with their own um, restrictions, like a muzzle, a lead, a name tag, and not to be led by anybody under sixteen years. And, and what dogs would they be? Uh, or breed? from the German Shepherd Dalmatian or the no, German Shepherds, the Dobermans, the Rottweilers, the Staffordshires, all of those uh, pit bully type dogs, you know. There's ten, is there? There's ten in it all together, yeah. And are they the so when you go out, you get called out to a stray dog? Are they the ones that you don't like seeing? Like, is there certain dogs that you? Well, believe it or not, the, the, the like a lot of those dogs are not bad. You know, it's you could get a you could get a vicious terrier more so than a vicious Alsatian. You know that kind of way. Uh, but um, yeah, it's it's hard to know on the line of. I've yet to come across a real vicious uh, restricted breed. A lot of the dogs we're picking up, and we'll say like terriers and collies and all that, could be just can be just as 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 aggressive, you know. And how does it work? Like, what's the procedure? You're called out. Then would would you go out on your own, or do you go out together? More a lot of the time, and nearly all of the times, myself and John are together. Yeah, uh, when we're called out, uh, believe it or not, a lot of the times people have already the dog caught. And it's just a matter of going out and get uh, taking them off him. But there is the odd occasion where we'd have the stray that we'd have to go out and try and catch it and coax it with a bit of food and try and build up a bit of trust with the dog. And when we would, we'd catch it and manage to get it home, you know. You Do you have dogs personally at home? I do. I have three dogs myself. Yeah, I do. Yeah. What do you have? What, I kind, do, of, yeah. what kind of dogs do you have? Uh, Springer Spaniels would be my type of uh, dogs that I that I like myself. Yeah, two of them are actually from the pound here. Yeah. Oh really? And actually, yeah, what, yeah. what's if someone like to, so? What is, is there a charge if somebody comes to the pound to get a dog? Is how does it work? Yeah. Well, when somebody wants a dog, they they, they come to the, to come here and pick out a dog that they might like or whatever. And uh, at that stage, we'd have it microchipped and vaccinated and warmed and everything that needs to be done. Uh, from a vet side of things, and then it's uh, it's sixty five euros then to re if they want if they want the dog, and that just comes with a proof of address and a and a and a, and a dog license for the dog, you know. Which is amazing, really. You know, when you think, you know, like the cost of dogs now is unbelievable, isn't it? I'll yeah, it. yeah, it's yeah. If people kind of just kind of. Kind of came to us and had a look. There's not like out of the 18 dogs, there has to be, you'd, you'd think there has to be a dog because they'll all give you the same love and affection. Like, so, um, you know, they don't have to be designer, designer dogs as such mm. where you paid the big money for because they, they, they don't, they, they're not fussy with the chemistry. <laughs> and you see that, like, do, do the different breeds have different personalities? Yeah, every single one of them. Yeah, every single one of them. You see it here every morning when we come in, when myself and John comes in. 
you'll see it every morning from the different ways, even they, 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 they welcome us after we come in, coming in, you know, from the ones that'll stand back to the ones that's all about you, you know, but they, they're all, they're all, they all have the affection that they can give, you know. And did you always love dogs? Like, did you, like, what, where were you working before you went into this job? Uh, I used to be a courier before I got this job, but I always had dogs all my life, yeah. Yeah, you'd have to love for dogs, yeah. So you'd have to have that, like, like oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's the crucial element, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have to have a love for them, yeah. And you, you went out to dogs. Have you ever had it? Have you ever been bitten or nervous, or has it always been okay? Never been bitten, no. But you, you would be nervous with some of them, yeah. How do you build a trust up with a dog? Show that you're not, you're not going to be have, give the dog any reason to be afraid of, yeah. And when you do all of that. He will respect you, or she respects you, and and uh, you know there'll be a bit of a bond there. Then, but it's it's easy enough to break the trust with any dog if you don't approach it right. Like, and is not approaching it right? Is that going too quickly up to the dog? Is that you? Got, how? What's what's not approaching? Yeah, yeah, like, uh, even, yeah. Even depending on what sort of treatment the dog had got, even to bend down fairly quick at it might be enough for it to for it to click. Um, you know, you just have to, you, you know from the minute you meet the dog what way it's going to, you know, like if when you're when you're around dogs, you know by their ears back or up or, you know, what way they're going to welcome you if the tail is shaking, if it's between their legs, you know, you, there's little telltale signs here. Do you notice dogs maybe nervous, withdrawn or even angry, but then when they come into the pound over a number of weeks, their their personalities change and they relax? Oh, absolutely. And even, even the opposite, uh, even the opposite, but they could come in here very nice dogs, and because of all of the noise and all of the other dogs barking, uh, it, it freaks out a lot of dogs. They're sensitive enough to noise, and uh, they could turn the other way. And we'd have to build up the trust for, we'd say, with a dog that came in very, very friendly to a dog that turned a bit aggressive with noise and stuff like that, and that we have to, we have to build up the trust with them as well, you know. But it, it works both ways. It must be lovely when you see a family coming in and they they get a dog and do you get nice messages from people afterwards that, that have dogs or, or do people get a dog and years later come back for another one? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. People that have taken um, uh, rescue dogs and come back to us. We, we, we rehomed one yesterday again now after a woman had one 15 years and she came back for another one yesterday because that one passed away. But, yeah, it's, it's great to see somebody coming in and taking a dog that's, you know, that you know is friendly and happy and all that and going to a good home, yeah. Yeah, it must be very satisfying seeing that. Absolutely, yeah. It's very rewarding, very rewarding when, when, you, when, when the end result is getting a good home, you know. And, you know, so when dogs are, they have a license and they're chipped, so is that in their... Their color, like, are you? Or do you? Are you? Does, is that how you check that, or how do you know? You see, it? no, the chip, the chip is implanted by the vets. Yeah, it's implanted mm-hmm. under the skin, so it's there for it's there. If that's their identity forever, forevermore. And uh, if if it's properly registered and everything like that, it's just a matter of scanning it with the scanner, and you have a name, address, and a phone number for that person that owns the dog. But if if, if he doesn't have the chip. Or it's not properly registered, uh, you know. You 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 come to the end of the road, which trying to find the home for that dog. So they're the ones that end up with you, is it? Like, do you often find dogs that are out and about that you, because of the chip, you're able to bring them back to where they're from? 
Oh yeah, like like you know, it's 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 common enough for a dog that he will get out. The door was left open, or someone left yeah. the gate open, and he will get out. But but if you have the chip on him and it's properly recorded, we we get the word to go out and pick it up, pick it up here, and he's nearly back home in fifteen minutes. You know. Do you have a preference then for the type of breeds that are there from managing a dog point of view? Um. Yeah. Well, myself personally, I like the Springer Spaniels, but you know, they 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 all give you. They all the dogs from the restricted breeds right down to the smallest terrier. They'll all give you the respect and, I suppose, love and affection that you you know once you if you show it to them, they'll give it back to you in bundles. You know, it's not just the Springer Spaniels like you you get it in. There's a there's a huge amount of lovely restricted dogs out there. You know that will give you the love and affection as well. You know the dogs that you bring in are are they are they just there for a certain period of time or? The longest dog we had here was for eight months, and we eventually got a home for him. But any dog that comes in here is is here for as long as we can get a home for him. And then we have the other charities like Madra and GSPCA, and all those, those will help us out if they if we're getting full up as such and we can't, we struggle to get home. So they'll come on board and help us out as well. Yeah. And what do you have like a Facebook page or something? Do you how do you get the message out to people about having dogs that you would like to find a home for? A lot of the public know that we're here and come in and have a look now and on like that. But we do, uh, from time to time, put dogs up on the up on the social media to to city council. Yeah. So just my my last question then it's it isn't it can be dog related but it doesn't have to be. It's just a question I ask. I'm asking the same question to everyone. It's it's um what's one thing unique or special about Galway? Well, the thing about the thing I find about Galway when we're going around on patrol and all that, you know, it is a lovely city and. There's a lot of facilities out there from the dog warden side of things to, you know, the parks and stuff like that. And whenever when everything is working right and the dogs are under control, uh, there's some beautiful parks out there for people to walk them and everything like that. And it is a, it is a, a lovely city for 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 that. And as I said, when from the dog warden's point of view, uh, it is it is lovely to get out there in Galway and uh, walk around and walk the beaches and the and the the parks and all of that, yeah. Yeah, fabulous city, yeah. Does, does, ever, know, does, does ever know you hear the dogs in the background? Are, are you immune to that? Oh, can you can you hear them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They'll definitely know you're in, we're, we're in the dog pound anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Good man, thank you. Excellent, take care, right, bye. Thank you for listening and we look forward to sharing some more great interviews every Tuesday. Please subscribe or follow wherever you listen to your podcasts and you'll be the first to hear new episodes every Tuesday. You are listening to the Galway City Your Council podcast.